Comcast Business gives you the bandwidth you need to power all your devices. Get started with 200 megabit internet and voice for $99.99 per month. And for a limited time, we'll upgrade your speed to 300 megabits for no additional cost for the first year with a three-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 today. Comcast Business. Beyond fast. Offer 3120 restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. New business customers only limited to Comcast Business Internet. 200 megabits per second and one voice mobility line. Regular rates apply after first 12 months. Three-year agreement required. Early termination fee applies. Equipment taxes and fees extra subject to change. Monthly service charge increases by $10 without paperless billing and auto pay. All right, guys. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, Liam Neeson. He's not the first Hollywood actor who claimed tough guy status uh, when it came to talking about beating up uh, punks. Uh, of course, you know there were other actors uh, as well in the other film roles. But let me go ahead and get on with this. I- I'm still kind of like, I'm not shocked at what he said. But the timing, I do question. Let me talk about it. This is DJ Wolf Live. All right, guys. Let me talk about this. This is uh, regarding uh, Liam Neeson and his story about the time he uh, found out a, f- a female friend of his had been raped, and she had said that she was raped by a black man. And at the time, when she told him that, Liam, in his own words, uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit, but he did he did uh, say it, that he was so incensed by what happened to her, and he wanted to go out and kill a black man. Mind you, he didn't know, and he never stated, if he ever had a description of the black man, he never said where he, the black man hung out at, where he lived, or anything like that. He didn't say anything about whether she reported to the police or anything like that of that nature. Didn't say nothing about that. Nothing about it at all. All right. Other than he said he was so incensed, he wanted to go and kill a black man. I said, go and kill a black man. That was the statement. And I'm like, okay, so you really had no, nothing about doing anything about it or finding out who, oh my God, what is with this traffic today? Good God almighty. Uh, about uh, who it was or what he did or how he did it or whatever. Wow, this is crazy. So my thing is, and you say he, he actually went around looking. His intent was to hurt a black man for what happened to her. With no evidence, no uh, uh, way of knowing who actually did it, no police involvement. He was going to be a vigilante. Pretty much like what he does in, in, this, in his movies, like taking in other films. I'm going to go back to this one. I'm going to do it. all jacked up today. What the hell happened here? Wow. But anyway, here's my thing about that. 
Oh boy. What happens going this way? I know that. Here's my thing about that. Now, although I admit it's commendable that he wanted to stand up to the woman and get after a, a guy for doing it to her, but he just wanted to seek revenge on the first black person he thought they did. Or any black man, just for the sake of just taking out on a black man. See, this is where I had a problem. You just wanted to take out on a black man. You didn't care if he was guilty. You didn't care if he was innocent. You just didn't care. Your main thing was, I want to take it out on a black man. That's where I draw a line. That's where I have an issue with. You know, now, YouTube has been up world by for the last week and a half or so. Now, since that time that he made, when he made the statement, he said he had pretty much atoned for what he said and he felt that he was wrong about saying what he said. Okay. But it's funny that he says that and now the media making him a media darling just for saying what he said. <laughs> He's not getting criticized. He's not getting bashed about it. He's being lauded for it. He's being applauded for it. He's being uh, cheered for it. Kevin Hart, who made a statement about gays, asperging a remark about gays several years ago, and he atoned for what he he said, and they still dog Kevin Hart out about it. Kevin Hart got the share. I mean, they they rolled Kevin Hart bad about it. They dogged him about that, man. He, Kevin Hart has not lived it down yet. And this has been about a few months now. They, I mean, they they bashed Kevin Hart. They took, they raked him over the coals. Literally raked that brother over the coals. Oh, man, you know that. Yep. Kevin Hart ain't been able to live it down since it happened. You know? He's been bashed. He owned it. He said, "Well, I'm not gonna go ahead and go with the, uh, with the uh, uh, I'm not gonna host the Oscars that at that in that case because since then they decide, well, okay, Kevin, come on back, Kevin's like, no, fuck that. But they've been riding on Kevin hard ever since, even when he apologized, they kept asking them over it. They were still messing with him. The media even was messing with him for bye bye. Yet Liam Neeson, who said what he said." All is forgiven. Even though statement he said was four years ago, he was still forgiven. And yet, even black people was like, oh, we we ought to forgive him for what he said. Fuck y'all. I'm sick of this shit, man. We 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 too busy caping for white Zanny when they say shit like that all day long. Y'all ride them all fucking day long. Okay? They can never say no wrong. Even when they are wrong. They can apologize and always forgive. Brother do it. They ride them all day. See, don't tell me that's not racially biased. This is racially biased as racism get. Because you're treating them different. 
Kevin Hart made restitution to what he said. He apologized for it. And y'all still fucking with him. Liam Neeson gets a pass. He's hero for the day. You know? Yeah, hero for the day. Now, look at Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson was talking about Jews, blacks, and other people. And his tyrant raid. This tyrant, you know, he was he was he was raving out about black people at one point. All right, and talking about Jews and all kinds of stuff. Them Jewish people didn't let them live, live it down. All right, yeah, Mel Gibson was the one who produced and directed *Passion of the Christ*, one of my favorite films. I do love the movie. I'm not gonna lie, I love that film. And I saw the non-English version with the subtitles. And believe you me, it was one of the most moving films I have ever, ever seen in my entire life. And it's not a joke. It is one of the most moving films I've ever seen. You know, to this day, I openly wept from the time I watched it to the time it ended. No other film made me move that much before my entire life. No other film. No other film to this day, you asshole. Fuck you, bitch. No other film to this day moved me more than that. I mean, I cried from, I'm telling you, I cried the whole film. I did. It, you know, the way it was shot and everything, it's like, wow. Wow. It made you uh, respect and love Jesus. I mean, those of you who are religious, for the ultimate sacrifice he he gave for mankind. Man, it was deep. And if you were you, if you're if you if you are a true follower and a true believer of Christ, that hit you. Dead in your chest, man. Square in your heart, man. It did. It really did. I mean, I was like, oh my God. Now, I give Mel Gibson credit. I, I personally I think Passion of the Christ, to me personally, is my one of my all-time favorite films. Ever. Ever. I mean, ever. It may be my all-time favorite film, but you really want if you if you're talking about a truly moving spiritual film. I mean, seriously, though. Yeah, it just—it was so deep. I might have to watch it again. This uh, matter of fact, Good Friday, I might watch it again. That's how good it was. I only seen it one time because, like I said, if you're if you really uh, have uh, a true spiritual awareness, and even if you have a slight true spiritual awareness, the movie will. If you're, if you're into it, this movie definitely will hit hit home. So and, and and I'll recommend it. I, I'm not gonna lie. If you hadn't seen Passion of the Christ, it's on DVD, stores everywhere. Uh, make sure you get you a box of Kleenex if you're really into that type of film, because I can guarantee you it'll definitely pull you in. Yeah. <laughs>
Now, all that mess that Mel Gibson said about black people and Jewish people, despite about the film, he got a reperiod. He started back doing films again. Not the biggest box office draw he once was, because he uh, mainly the marks he, he said about Jewish people that put him on blast from them. But like I said, he's white. He gets passed. And guess what? He's one of those action hero stars. Another one was like that was John Wayne. John Wayne was known to say some disparaging remarks about black people too. And yet he walking around with a big gun and big stick. Whooping ass. You know, that's what America loves. Tom Brady. Don't even get me started about this fool. Tom Brady won a very lackluster Super Bowl. And he's hero for the day. The New Orleans Saints got gypped by the Los Angeles Rams. And I got a feeling the NFL, and I still say it, I got a feeling that the NFL knew that uh, the Rams weren't going to be the team to be able to beat or even give uh, the Patriots a run for their money. I think they knew that. I think they knew that the whole time. And the thing of it is, is that the NFL never made that call that they should have made. The Rams should have never been in the Super Bowl. And I'm pretty sure with that game, and that was a tight playing game. That, that was a powerful, it was a very uh, well-played, well-execution uh, game on both sides, even though that, that play call was terrible. And then one play. New Orleans and uh, New England would have been battling out. There's no doubt about that. It would have been a much better Super Bowl than the one we saw. And Tom Brady, at the age of 41, yeah, made his nice Super Bowl appearance. I think he won his what, sixth Super Bowl, something like that. And since he won, of course, he's talking about he's going to play again next year. You know? But there you go. The heroes. See, America's heroes are in white. You know? Cowboys. They always wear white hats. The heroes. Okay? They've always put white people as the heroes of American society. Never black people. There was a story about a black girl who uh, was, uh, I think she was uh, shot by some Iraqis uh, when she was in the war. Won the war. Uh, uh, over in Iraq this was several years ago and there was a white girl who was in a similar situation but the difference was the white girl wasn't actually kidding matter of fact the white girl they tried to stay for the way out of it and the real story was about the black girl who fought the way out of it the white girl got rescued and the black girl fought the way out of it and eventually got rescued but they tried but as soon as the story came out about the black girl when the white girl story came out all stuff got put out there they made they put they propped up the white girl they were both soldiers. I said, ain't that a bitch? Yeah. They stopped talking about the black people. It's like right now. You got a governor and lieutenant governor in major controversies. The governor sit there and, and initially said that he was going to, that he, no, he said that he admitted to being in blackface. Then he turned around and said, no, that wasn't him. Yeah, his name was on the damn picture. And you had a picture of him under his name. Or above his name out there. Something like that. 
Where a picture of him in the first picture, and the second picture of him in the picture of another guy. Dressing blackface and KKK. Then he turned around and said, no, it wasn't me. The attorney general turned around, said, oh, I was also in the blackface picture myself. But what's it got to do with me governing the state of Virginia? Then they put out somebody that was the governor had uh, uh, sexually assaulted a woman in 2004. That had been proven to be unfounded. Okay. And he said he he, he denied. He said it was a, it was a, it was a regular consensual uh, sexual encounter. Since that time, they said there was another woman came out with it. And uh, after that, Ralph Northam said he's not resigned. He's outstanding put. Then the lieutenant governor, uh, they said came out. They came up with another sexual assault. They came up from another woman. All right, both sexual assaults have not been confirmed. Have not been uh, uh, nothing on has been justified on that yet. There have been no charges against the uh, lieutenant governor as a result of either one. And they happened years ago. All right. Supposedly happened years ago. Allegedly happened years ago. You know. But there's nothing been corroborated on either story. By anybody other than the accusers. And yet. And yet. They tell him you got about three days. To resign or we are going to impeach you. No, it's for Ralph Northam. They gave him a, uh, uh, they uh, allowed him to say, admit to it, and then the moment he admitted to it, the day later, he denied it. And even though the pictures found him to be facts, that he was on it, and he still got to deny it, they never once threatened to impeach him. They never once threatened to force him to what well, they did force try uh, give him to force him to resign, but they never gave him a time frame. They given uh, Lieutenant Governor Fairfax to Monday before they start impeachment hearings on. See, this game is in black and white. Everybody knows, but every time you tell these white people that shit, the first thing they say, well, all you black people do, you holler about. Uh, this, that, and the other. You got to get your reparations, all this other bullshit. Fuck y'all about that shit. I'm sick of this mess. Y'all don't, you don't want to stick to facts. You want to stick to trivialism. You want to stick to the, to the bull, to the cycle of bullshit that y'all been playing for, with us for 400 fucking years and y'all own narratives, not facts. Y'all want to stick with narratives. You never want to stick with facts. That's what I noticed about y'all. Y'all stick with narratives all day long about stuff that you want to, uh, Pontificate on, but you never want to stick with facts. I want to stick with motherfucking facts. I'm tired of bullshit from y'all. I'm tired of lies about, well, uh, you know, this, that, other, and the third. And every time we say something about it, uh, or we point out facts regarding y'all, y'all want us to say, are y'all black people do this? Y'all black? Oh, it's about what we do. It ain't about what's going on with, in, with, with racism. Point out racism. Stop trying, trying, trying to make it about, no, y'all communities, about black, worry about it. No, fuck that motherfucker. Stick with facts. Facts is y'all throw 
cycle of bullshit on people all the time. Y'all play head games with people all the fucking time. Y'all sitting there pull this bullshit all the time. We don't do that shit. That's y'all motherfuckers doing that bitch ass shit. You know it. Y'all known for it. Y'all still lie about shit all the time. You still play head games all the time about this, that, and the third. And you lie your way out of stuff like a paper bag all the time. All the time. Not some of the time, not part of the time, not most. All the time. This is well, very well known with y'all. Y'all been doing this shit. You've always done this shit. Y'all continue to do this stuff. This is nothing new with you guys. Never has been, never will be, and always the same stuff. Always. Always. You know? And, like I said, look, what is, with it? what is going on with this traffic today? You know what? Um, Look at Wesley Snipes. Now, Wesley Snipes, very well-noted black actor, been acting forever, okay? He's been acting, he's been, uh, He's been an actor since he was a young, uh, teenager. All right. Now, here's the thing. There's so much traffic today. He did three years in prison for uh, was it tax evasion. And here's another kicker by it. Where's his nice uh, by? Uh, the end of the nineties was like the biggest box office star in Hollywood. He was one of he was 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 on his grind. He was on that grind, man. The Blade series made him a bona fide action hero. Alright. Then all of a sudden he was he was doing several other films, independent movies and the, and the like. And then boom. Uh, we got you on tax evasion. Guess who didn't do, do do prison time for tax evasion? Uh, not past taxes. The guy who played Ghost Ghost uh, what was it, uh, Ghost Rider, uh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he did zero time for that. You know what I'm saying? Just giving y'all examples of what racism is all about. Y'all telling me, oh, that's not racism. Blah, 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 blah. You know, yes, the fuck it is. And you're not going to tell me any different. You're not going to pull the, uh, 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 the, uh, the, uh, uh, pull the, uh, the bullshit on me. You're not going to pull the, pull the wool over my fucking eyes. You're not going to sit there and, uh, pee on me and tell me it's raining. You're not going to do it. Period. Not going to have it. Period. You're not going to blatantly lie in my face. And tell me that's not true. Period. You know why? Because I'm not going to fall for banana in the tailpipe with y'all people. I ain't doing this no more. Oh, man, come on. You idiot. Did you know that yesterday you was getting over there? Yeah, they do this shit all the time out here. It's traffic. But like I said, 
Nobody's gonna fall for the banana and tailpipe no more with y'all people. We woke now. Y'all woke up a sleeping giant. I'm telling y'all right now, that's facts. Y'all woke up a motherfucking sleeping giant throwing, trying to throw people on the bus all the damn time with this bullshit. And we have figured y'all asses out now. We, we, we woke. Oh, we are so woke. And I'm not gonna lie. It started with Kamala Harris last month. And I was one of the first YouTubers that, who commented on that. I said, wait a minute. Hold up. She announced that shit on Martin Luther King Day. There was a reason she did that. It wasn't because she was trying to get the black vote. It wasn't because she was trying to represent uh, uh, black people. It wasn't because she was about the black, uh, trying to uh, help black people with black, black agenda. It was her trying to cape for black votes. I knew that and I, I called that the first time I heard it. My point is that by y'all waking the sleeping giant, I think we're more woke about what's happening more than ever. We're more conscious about happening more than ever. And we are going to be more uh, stingy about our votes at this point from now on. Ain't going to be no more, uh, ooh, yeah, you, you know, you talking good, but you ain't representing the damn thing. Nah. And people are tired of that shit, man. They're tired of it. I think I don't think people for now. I don't even think people are gonna be voting along uh, party lines like they used to. I'm predicting that right now. Even I'm thinking about switching parties. I, well, I thought about switching parties before, but for damn sure I'm gonna do it because the games that people are playing now, people are tired of it. People are dog tired of it and long tired of it. And long suffering over this mess. You know, 400 years of bullshit between the Republicans and Democrats have divided people in this country and continue to do so. Democrats got egg on their face because of this mess is going on out here in Virginia. Okay, as a result, egg on the face and the pants down, you know, so to speak. We're tired of the games. We're tired of them. I ain't gonna lie. We are tired, tired, tired of the games, guys. We ain't feeling it. We ain't having it. We ain't dealing with it. The games must stop, people. Game time is over with this mess. It's time to talk real politics about real issues and it's time for us as African Americans to stop falling for that okie doke bullshit stop fucking with these coon ass people who pretend like they're about the business of what's going on in your communities and get with people who are from your communities who grew up in the bowels of your community and know what it's like to deal with the bullshit that you dealt with all of your life in your community and know what's really needed based on their life experience not the Kamala Harris's not the Cory Booker's not the Obama uh, 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 you know what I'm saying 
Barack Obama's, okay? And not really Michelle Obama's, but that's but I'm not going to talk about Michelle. I like Michelle, but but I can't talk because she's not really a politician. But I'm talking about the ones that are, okay? The ones who have never really known was like to grow up black being harassed all the time and being or being uh, from the lower and middle class communities and know what it's like in the struggle okay and yes I can talk that talk because I'm from it okay I know what it's like to be poor and live in the slum apartments I dealt with it early on in my earlier years. I did. All right? So I can talk to talk. I know. You know? Some of us can. You know? But like I said, we need people to rep. All right, guys, like I was saying. Comcast Business gives you the bandwidth you need to power all your devices. Get started with 200 megabit internet and voice for $99.99 per month. And for a limited time, we'll upgrade your speed to 300 megabits for no additional cost for the first year with a three-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 today. Comcast Business, beyond fast. Offer 3120 restrictions apply not available in all areas. New business customers only limited to Comcast Business Internet, 200 megabits per second and one voice mobility line. Regular rates apply after first 12 months. Three-year agreement required. Early termination fee applies. Equipment taxes and fees extra subject to change. Monthly service charge increases by $10 without paperless billing and auto pay. 